morning due to the uh, difficulties in understanding at least for myself these uh, these prokim we'll uh, try to synopsize even more and Lamates uh, um, okay. Lamates is a continuation of uh, of Lamates and in Lamed Ches, the discussion was what the what the what kavana intent in doing the mitzvah accomplishes um, to a, to a certain respect over the actual mitzvah, even though the mitzvah is the most important thing. As we said, the physical um, expression of the mitzvah changes the physicality and the purpose of the world, and that is the ultimate reason why the world was created to make a dwelling place, a place that God's reality. And mitzvahs is the uh, <clears throat> physical mitzvahs accomplish it more than anything else. Actually affects the physicality. But at the same time, there is a nefesh also. There is a soul. There is an energy. There is intellect and emotions that exist in, every, in, in, in everything in the physical world. And they also have to be transformed. And that's done through, and that's done through kavana, through intent. That <clears throat> using the nefesh of Bahamas... The animalistic soul, which also has a uh, has an <coughs> intellect, nefesh the, the ability to understand, to think, and its emotions, to uh, to to focus that on the mitzvah is what is the purpose. Its purpose is to reveal what's what's happening. It's not just that we want something to happen, but we want something to happen, and we want to realize what happened. And that is why kavana, what Kavanas HaMitzvahs do, they bring in the reality. Very different than when, before we learned these concepts, you would think that the kavana is the most important, what your intention is so important. And also, you, you, you also do the mitzvah, but where's your head? You know, since the purpose of the mitzvah is holy with the actual act itself, if someone has all the kavana in the world and doesn't do the mitzvah, then they have done nothing. You can think about matzah all day long and, all, and learn and learn and learn, but if you actually didn't have the mitzvah, the eating of the kezayis, you didn't accomplish anything. And someone who actually takes a kezayis matzah has done and it created and brought kedusha into this world. And the fact that it's true, it's not realized because lack of kavana, lack of kalim, Abilities, but that's what that's that's part of the kavana. But that is the secondary thing. The most important thing is the act. But now we're focusing more on the kavana. And in kavana and in intent, there's going to be two levels of what this intent is and how it accomplishes in in the revelation of the reality that God is everything and and also included in this physical world. There are two types of emotions. There are natural-based emotions and intellectually-born emotions. Natural-born natural emotions are like that of uh, of parents uh, to, to to the children, for example, where it's just natural to have an emotional bond with the with the child. And when someone is having um, is someone and, and you hear good news about your child. Then you, it, it brings out the natural feeling of closeness and, and, and bonding. And when good things happen, it brings forth all the natural bonding uh, emotions. If, God forbid, something negative happens, 
So then the natural uh, protective parent comes in where you naturally feel you have to do, you know, you're in defense mode. This is not something that we have to work on. It's just, it's normal. And the reason why it's, it, <coughs> we call normal in, our, in the world, the chassidus, we say that's part of the nefesh Bahamas because that is a normal reaction in animals too. They naturally feel inclined and, and, and it, it, to protect their, their, their babies when they're, at least when in, the, in the first stage when they still consider them as their children. And they'll do anything to protect. It's very natural. They don't have to develop any great emotions to do that. And the same thing, they, they go after getting food and life and whatever is sustenance and things like that, but also with a passion. That's not something that they developed. It's just what it is. It's who they are. So the same thing with the, the, the nefesh also. There are different there are emotions that we have naturally as a being as a Jew. Who you are. And that's and <clears throat> both positive and both negative. That's not a great accomplishment. It's 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 important to utilize and very important if you you know at, at different stages. But that only takes only brings out a certain element of us, just the natural part. Our job is to, to bring out something beyond us. So that's why it's not in the realms of animal anymore. It's in the realm of human. What does human differ than an animal? It, it differs in its intellect, in its brain, in its ability to see beyond, beyond, it, beyond itself. What else is there? And then all of a sudden you realize that there is something good. And, and, but that takes a discipline, for example. So then all of a sudden, even though you had an emotion... <clears throat> I'll use a uh, more practical example. Doctor tells the person, you're not, you're not healthy, you have to get, in, you, you're going to be sick. You're going to be, it's going to be a problem, your, your blood, your cholesterol, your this, your that, you have to change. Person realizes it, understands the, the, how dangerous that is. And therefore, when he comes home or he goes in the store, now all of a sudden there, there's burgers and fries and things like that, which you naturally would want, all of a sudden you're able to control that naturally. That's something that's not in the animal world. They don't control a natural urge, you know, at all. You actually work on that. So the, <clears throat> the ability to do this kind of work is a human thing. It's mostly w- because of the intellectual aspect. These, these two entities evolved as animals and as humans um, <clears throat> has a... a a spiritual counterpart. There's a reason why something like this happened. It evolved from something else. There are two other two uh, two uh, entities. <clears throat> There's an neshama, and there are malachim. There are angels. Malachim is a very hard concept to understand. Like the Rambam says they're not made of the same. You say this the same uh, for you say this that we are. So therefore, it's, we don't see, we can perceive them, but they are. They are entities. <clears throat> Entities with purposes. They are much more refined existences, so therefore they are all mission-based, based on the type of nefesh. They're very much like animals. If it's like a shur, for example, an ox is very aggressive character, and its body and its functionality is very aggressive. If it's sheep, let's say, you have a much more milder animal. It doesn't change from one to the other. It stays in its, in its realm. Same thing, there's a concept, God created entities, the spiritual 
uh, energies, some of them very, uh, very strict, very rule-based, Gavriel, and all the malachim that go into that, into, the, into that category. And they don't move from one like we, like we know, uh, known in the story with Avram. Each one has its mission. And the reason why he has one mission and not something else is not any different than asking an animal, you know, a lion to act like a sheep. He can't. It's either he's going to be either aggressive or he's a sheep. He can't go from one to the other. This is who they are. Their, 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 their chemistry is very one-dimensional, and, which is basically like emotional, natural. And they can't move from one to the other. Malachim are also like that. And they stay in a certain, a, a, a certain mode. Again, like everything else in the world, everything we do, everything has an effect. Everything has a ripple effect. Like you, you throw a pebble in the water, it just ripples, it goes on and on and on and on and on. You say something, it vibrates. Everything we do it has an effect. Everything we do, everything we say, everything has an effect. The same thing with Malachim also. Their, their character, what God has created, also evolves into whatever they did and evolves and evolves. And eventually it evolves into what we have now is the Nefesh Bahamas. Our Nefesh Bahamas comes from that structured world. That's one of the reasons why we discuss this, we learned, we, we just talk about it before Shema, is to kind of tell, the nef- it's introducing its Nefesh Bahamas to its Zayd. And like right now you like, you know, you like what you like, you're, you're, you're limited. But let me tell you why you like the Yang, because really where you come from is, in the Shom, is, is a Malach that wants only God and doesn't want to see anything else and sees it one dimensional. And then all of a sudden, without being refined in the right way, it evolves into something that it, 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 it evolves into a Nefesh Bahamas. Another avenue is in the Shamas, the Nefesh kiss. The Nefesh kiss comes is, is in essence is part of God. So therefore, it doesn't have an it. It doesn't have a real. It doesn't have a structure that that's the way it is. It has its in its in its essence. It's very. It's free. <clears throat> but they wish to put it in different worlds. And when it goes into different worlds, it gains a certain character from that world. But it doesn't mean that it's refined there. In the, in the terminology, the way we use it in today's political world, you would say that, you know, in every, in every there are three worlds. It's four, three. Atzilus, Bria, Atzir, Atzilus is just only godliness. That's all you see. Bria is where you is a world of intellect. Everything is seen there with intellectual eyes. Think of it as somebody is one of these abstract scientists that, that everything is in their mind. That their world, that's their reality. If it doesn't make sense, they're out of it. <clears throat> Motionless. Just what's right, what's wrong. Then there is the emotional world. Where you do what you, you know, it's how you feel. That's a Yitzir. Bria is intellect. And then there's a see action. It's a three modes, and those are those are the three modes of expression. There is intellect, uh, emotion, and action. Those are the three worlds. <clears throat> In each world, they have resident, they, they have residence, and then they have aliens. So, res, you know, uh, Ill, not illegal immigrant. They're not illegal, but uh, they're not. They're not uh, they don't belong, <laughs> they're in transit, on transit visas. The, the residents are the malachim of that world. There is, <clears throat> and that's why you read, in, when you learn the different 
times in, in, in Nach and in Gemara and things like that about different conversations with Malachim, it depends on who the person is, who they were privy to, who they're able to see and understand. Different Malachim different, represent different concepts that are beyond us. It's, it's like the Rambam says, Malachim are messages, messages of en- en- energy. They get connected to something that's... So either you connect this to, to, where, to the emotional world or intellectual world. <clears throat> so but they belong there. This is where their world is. They have nothing else. The, 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 the neshamis go through these worlds as residents. They are there on a shlichus. What's the shlichus? The shlichus is to bring God into, into wherever they are. So wherever reality they're going to be in, their job is to bring godliness that's unlimited to that reality and, 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 and change it. This is going to be the reason why we're discussing this is because the two types of of concentration, two types of kavana, is appropriate for each one of them. Each one brings out one, one brings out the other. The the natural the avamisiteris, the fact that I'm a Jew and I'm connected and I have to do it, and the and the emotions that are attached to that are from the world of structure. It's like it's like animalistic, so to speak, in the sense that it's just this is who I am. And then there is what, what he, where he's going in the next pro, in the, in, the, in this in the next few chapters is where what the neshama brings to the table. Where you bring where you re, where you sit and you try to figure it out with your head and you create something that you didn't have before. And the reason why you can do that is because your neshama comes from such a place, and therefore you can start bringing in new concepts that you didn't. And once you have new concepts, you develop new emotions. And when you develop new emotions, you become a new person. Versus the other one, you just become a more, you know, become a little better. But that's not really what God wants us to make a little better. We were pretty good when we started. He wants to bring out something new that didn't exist before. So that needs going to need new way of thinking, a deeper way of thinking, using your head. Because you need to open up new doors that were not, you were not, not, you're not interested actually to start with. But as you're opening them up and you realize it, you start seeing them completely different. Okay, let's see inside. Talking, we're still continuing, we're continuing from Lamed Ches at the end, where it spoke about there are two types of emotions. There are natural emotions and, and intellectually born emotions. And the Malochim, angels come from that concept of the uh, naturally born uh, Emotions, and that's why they're called Malachim are called Chayes and Behemis. Whatever you see in in in, in Nach, you know, when you first look at it, it, seems odd. But based on what we're learning now, we see why. You look, he says, "I saw Pnei Shur on the Merkava. I saw an ox." What do you mean you saw an ox? That's what you saw. He sees the spiritual realm, and what does he see? He sees an ox. He sees a, a face of, a, of of an eagle. He sees a lion. Where do you go to the zoo? You know why is it why is it so much about animals? Every time it says Pnei Chayes, the Chayes Hakedish, and the, this because this this is exactly what animals really are. What we have is the physical manifestation of animals. We're only seeing the end result of that type of energy that becomes a dog, a lion, a, a eagle, a different animal, with each one with its unique character and not changing. But really, what he, the, the concept is, he goes, I saw what an ox really is. 
I saw what the energy it is in, in a ruchnistic, a spiritual realm. What it means, pnei shur, the the the, ah, the 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 pig head, you know, the the strong this, the strong that, the the giving this, this animal doing that. He they saw, he saw everything in its true form. So therefore, when we learn about this, when it's not to talk about it in a lower word, it's just to explain where that really this is where it comes from. Pnei arye, ayimin. I saw the arye, the, the lion on the right side. Pnei shur and the smell. Why was because why this is on the right? Why this is on the left? Once for chesed, once for gvur. So he saw where things evolved from. He saw it's it's it where where its formation is. Doesn't look at it anymore physical. You see where it comes from. <clears throat> you look at it differently. You look at it and you know what to do with it. Same reason, let's say, when you go, hopefully, someone goes into a, a doctor or a psychologist or something, he, he's like, I, I know where this came from. I know where this disease is from. I, 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 I've seen its pure form. I see what this concept is. I, I, I know how to deal with it. You know, you, you know how, where, where, it's, where, where it needs fixing, where it needs to, to be put, and where its place is. Everything has, uh, has a place. <clears throat> why, why are they considered like, and why are we consider calling them like, like animals? What's unique in that we call the malachim like animals, like chayis or behemis? They don't have choice. Like animals, they don't have choice. This is who they are. Everything that they do is very natural. This is what they are. Like we say, a Malach has one message, one thing, and that's what he lives with all the time, all day long. They live with that energy. And that energy really exists. <coughs> that energy is there, and it's a very strong reality. We don't, maybe we don't see it in the spiritual t- world because we're so blocked spiritually, but we could see that physically, where somebody just pursues the same thing every single day. They get up, they have the same, I have to have my egg, I have to have my coffee, I have to have my, my thing, I have to have this. And they do this re, uh, repeatingly, redundantly, again and again and again, and this is they have to have. And if something comes in their way, then all of a sudden they feel uh, destroyed. They can't, this, I must have that. Very animalistic. Because, and that's how Malachim are, but in a pure spiritual form. Again, another reason why to do this is to tell us because in general, in, in, in Tanya, we don't talk about malachim unless it has to do with Avedis Adam. The reason is, is because these character traits can be evolve, can 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 evolve to a much higher, pure state. These things we I must have my coffee can end up being I must learn my Tanya every day. It could turn into it's it's the same base character where I need to have it. It doesn't have to be coffee. It's just that in this physical world, it translates itself in, 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 you know, in, in, in coffee because you're most close to that. But it could, have, it could, it could evolve upwards where you again stay in a... In, in a and that, and, that's, and that's something where we... That's part of the program. To, to evolve the nef, to, to, to bring the Nefesh of Bahamas, not to kill it off, not to say what your character is horrible and you're a terrible person and you should... Get destroyed? No, it's to evolve, to to take out the schmutz, to take out. Say you don't have to express yourself this way in it. You can just get into a different habit. And this is why the Milus at Tzadikim we say Tzadikim we mean the Shamas in in particular. Kimodid on the Shamas at Tzadikim. 
Now, now, obviously, there it doesn't only mean there is tzaddikim in the in the purer sense. In other words, there are certain neshamas that the Ebishtid left, never let them go through these other countries. He didn't let them travel through all these. Didn't have to get to go to. Uh, he didn't have to get tainted by these realities. He kept the 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 perspective of Atzilus. Atzilus being close to God. The neshama didn't lose that. Those neshamas didn't lose that. So therefore, even when they come down in this world, uh, you see a great tzaddik, a true great tzaddik, you just see somebody who's just not like the rest of everybody because he didn't go through the same system. The neshama didn't come through the wall. It didn't get tainted like that. But in reality, we're all like that. It's not like they are essentially different. They're just practically different than us. Really, our nesh- we all have that in us. But that part still in Atzilus. And the other parts we went through, depending on what the world is, that we went through left a, uh, uh, an impact on us, and that became our character here. Again, not accidentally, it's because God wants that job from us. He uniquely picked us to do that. Same way like David uniquely picked the tzaddik to stay pure, he picked us to stay, to, 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 uh, to, to be affected by the reality. Why? To overcome it. So that's, I have to keep So what is, and then he goes into more detail of the different, the different worlds. Uh, the reason why we say mostly here, Tzadikim and Elam there are Neshamas that came straight from Atzilis, like the Nevi'im, but Bria is mostly where he says the the Nevi, the the Tanoim, the Amarim, like it says in Kisve Arizal, because the, and Bria is the intellectual world, and that's why you see all the laws and halachas and terror and, you know, and Mishnah and Gemara and everything coming out of them because they see everything in the eyes of understanding. And Bria is at least you see. You see, Bria. The reason why it's called Bria creation is because they see that God created it. They intellectually clearly see God in creation. It's already tainted somewhat because it's already seeing God like something else outside. So it therefore it's that world is Elam Yeshmai and something new happened there. Versus Elam Atzilus where it's not. It's there's nothing else but God. But in Bria they intellectually and that is something that what we're why we're in we're going to learn is so important to create a, a, a mindset intellectually of finding God because then we are going to that world. We're connecting to that part because we, our neshamas went through all the, all the different levels. And as, you, as we set up our, what we do emotionally and what we do intellectually, that's the source of where we're going to get energy from. And that's going to be the, our, our rope to try to move upward. Um, because that's the Embriya we said intellect, but in Elam Hayetzira, you're only over there, only the emotions of godliness, realization of Yetzir also realizes God, but only emotionally. I love it, it's just amazing. It's ches, it's pure ches. I gotta give to God, you know, always emotion. It's like nothing, like an animal, only doing what I'm just, he's completely enamored by godliness. 
in an emotional existence completely. Therefore, you find, as you see in, in Slav um, Mikhail, they're screaming, these guys are plotting, these guys, they're, they're in, in complete spiritual ecstasy their entire existence because they see it. They feel it, they feel it, they see it, and, and that's it. All they are. That is Engam Hayyitzir. Um, that's why you find the malachim. This is what they do all day. Nothing, nothing changed. This is a system. It evolved into to, for us to have a very better vision of it. Animals that are just doing the same thing in the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of production, produce, uh, of uh, protecting themselves. That's it. They go around and around and around doing the same thing for five thousand seven hundred plus years, not changing. Loishka doesn't stop. That's the ma'elam hamalachim. But in the world of Bria, like we said, unlimited godliness is there. Uh, There's an amazing, I'm talking about Malachim, and, and today it's hard to con, to, for, for us to talk about angels. There's an amazing story, very, very deep story from the Rebbe Hashab. Um, What's that based in this? This is the uh, to zero sites actually today. Oh, Baruch Shekavanti. Um, the Rebbe Shab was was uh, was known as the, the Rambam of Chassidus, very intellectual based Chassidus. So he was he was on uh, once driving on. He was with a with a passage, somebody uh, he knew. I think it was a, it was a relative of his on a wagon, and they were traveling somewhere. And this person was questioning the the, the Rebbe Shab, What's this angels? Malachim? There's no such thing. Like well, what angels? Like you know, in that time there was a big intellectual uh, enlightenment movement, and, and a lot of things going on at the time, anti-religious. So this person was truly was challenging uh, the, the Rebbe Shab about the concept of of angels. That they don't really exist. They don't exist. You know, like you know, just washing it, washing it off. So the Rebbe Hashab said, you know, after, in the middle of the conversation, he said, "Let's look at what's happening right over here." He says, "We're traveling, and there are three realities over here with us in our little world here." He says, "He says there is we, me and you, who are discussing intellectually about angels." Then there is the wagon driver and his reality. His reality is he's traveling, he gets X amount of money for X amount of time, and he's just thinking about how much he's going to make on the trip, and, uh, and that's his reality. And then you have the horse, and especially in the old days, they used to have the horses, they used to, have, they used to tie some hay in front of the horse, so the horse is always galloping, trying to catch, trying to get... There, there, hey, <clears throat> as an inst- you know, keep go, keep going. What? As the incentive. So, <clears throat> so he says, there's three different realities here. So he goes, so the Rishab says, because the horses only think about hay, does that mean we're not having a discussion? <laughs> does that mean we don't exist? <clears throat> what he's trying to say is, is that what happens is, first of all, I, you know, I was wondering why doesn't he talk about the wagon driver? The wagon driver is also only thinking about making a living. Why is he? Why isn't he? Why is he only talking about the horse? <laughs> because the driver knows he has passengers, and he hears a conversation behind him, 
He's just not really interested in it because he's interested in making a living. But it's not like he doesn't he doesn't know that they exist or he wipes the you know it, you know the nothing. He's just he's just interested in what he's interested in. Fine. The horses really have nothing else. There is nothing else in the horse's existence besides the hay that's right in front of him. Everything else, nothing. He's not even a conversation. <clears throat> His point was to the person, is these three realities are step program. It doesn't, it, it actually, it, it devolves. You devolve into a horse. You, could, you start off as a person. With a person, you have a brain. With a brain, you think and realize, you know, the guys behind you, there's above you. There are other things happening outside. You didn't, it didn't just plop. This world didn't just plop into place. Now, but I don't see it. Okay, you don't see it. So think about it. Question, ask. But when you start making these blatant accusations and conclusions that based the fact that I don't see it, it's like a blind person saying, there is no color. I didn't see it, it doesn't exist. That, 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 that actually devolves into where you're going to be like the driver. who you just, First you don't care, then all of a sudden you just don't care. I don't really give, uh, it doesn't make a difference. You only care about yourself at this point. So now all of a sudden you're only thinking about your livelihood and pursuit of happiness and that's it. So yeah, you know something else but you just shut it down. And then you devolve into the actual horse. Well, you don't see anything else. You just keep going after your hay, and and then and, and that's and that's the and that's the end of it. The truth is, there are other entities, other energies that are that, that are out there, and 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 like like the, like the Navi said, I think it was Daniel. He says uh, that he, the 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 Malach came to him. He got a message, and the other ones, Chanan and Meshav Azariah, were there with him, and they didn't see it. They just got frightened and they ran away. So the, he heard it. They got frightened. They ran. They, they ran away. They they felt something there. They just didn't know what it was. <clears throat> there are realities. Maybe this is the reason why people are so searching in space all the time. They're like, we're not alone. We're taking not alone. <laughs> Stakamalochim. other energies. There are, there, are, there are other entities. There are messages in many many different different forms. And this evolves into most practically in the Nefesh Bahamas and the Nefesh Kis. So, if you, so the more we understand about these concepts and more if we look in our Nefesh Bahamas, how it, it devolved and evolved, depending which way we're going, then we have a better understanding of where, where, where we're going, what's asked from us, and why we're, we're feeling this way. So over here, going back to over here... Uh, the way in the pure sense, they 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 feel they can because of the neshama is not like a malach. It's not like an animal. It's not limited to one type of reality. Therefore, they can see ain't safe. They can see godliness in the in its infinite without without boundaries. But but only neshamis. Pchinus ruach hatzadikim. We said there's, we, we we weren't early on. There's nefeshuch neshama chayichide. There's a neshama the way it it went into the different worlds, and as it goes into the different worlds, it it gains a ruach, and then and then chay the, the different the, the different uh, um, modes of expression. 
as it goes into those worlds, v'chein shar neshamis, all the other are neshamis. She'ovdu Hashem b'tchir echimu hamusiteris. When we only work with what we naturally have, but we don't create anything new, we don't go to that reality where God is unlimited. If you just work with what you have, you actually only express. The wagon driver's thing, the natural stuff, that's it. You don't go past that. You don't go to the higher place to see what else is beyond. It's interesting. On Shabbos, on Shabbos, and he mentions also Gashchedish, especially Shabbos, is we, we, there's an Ashami Yisegel. We're given a different perspective. What do you mean we're given? It's white. Many people say, "Listen, Shabbos comes. I don't have a different perspective. It doesn't. Mean, it means we, same. It's like the it's like the horse. You're just looking one way. You don't see what's going on. You're we're given the the ability to see something else. At that point, when the Shabbos, everybody is given something, a, a, a and the Shabbos an energy to see past its norm. That's why you have to break your norm. That's why you don't go to work. That's why you don't create anything. We don't. We do everything we can. The Lama Tess are not Shabbos. The Lama Tess are how to keep Shabbos. Shabbos is its other entity. It's another reality. The more one is separated from the Lama Tess the more and your intention, you're using the Kavona to see something, so then you could see it. So Shabbos is the time to do it. At that time, everybody... That part of the neshama gets uh, gets opened up for them, and that's why we say lesanig al Hashem. That's the meaning of tainug, a pleasure, an inner pleasure. That's uh, al, al, um, al Hashem to see godliness. It's not just we we, we let the neshama, even we let the body also enjoy it just to get into that mood. So that's why even though in Shulchan Aruch it says very clearly how you have to control your eating and not to indulge, not so on Shabbos. On Shabbos the mitzvah is to indulge because you, the the mindset of of pleasure needs to be there because you have to because the neshama then will also be able to experience a level of godliness. And obviously we wanted to have enough permeate in the Gashmi. So it's all it's all in one entity. We, the reason why we're 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 eating this is not just for self indulgence, is Lesanig al Hashem is to be able to, to, to start seeing godliness in a way that the rest of the week doesn't allow us to do. We're much too we're trapped by the Lamates Molochis. But that's Shesh Yom Tavit, because that's a job on the Lamates, on, on, during the week. On Shabbos, you're supposed to have Menucha. Ba Shabbos, Ba Menucha. You have to have this old, uh, other reality to permeate and give vision of what a Yiddish life really looks like. So then when you come back to the rest of the week, the rest of the week is different. The same thing over here. We want these animals to eventually, the animalistic soul, to, 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 to guide the wagon into the right direction with the neshama to be able to see where things, the way they really are.